Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status, in recognition of their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Hello, Powerful Nonsenses. Hello. We have returned from the old Northampton. Yeah. Been in Northampton today, the old stomping ground, as it were. Yep. Uh, I'm here wielding my cup of tea. Wielding. Need to get caffeinated after that journey. Recaffeinated. Yeah, I, mate, I got a... I don't know if it's a stress headache, a tea withdrawals, I don't know. Just but... been around me for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There I am, on the train, flagging a bit. I'm like, you know what, Jim? I might have a nap. He's like, good idea. Next thing I know, knocked out, binaural beats in your ear holes. Conked out completely. Just like gone. I'm like, it's all right. I'll put a podcast in. I'll fall asleep to that. Five minutes later. And then the podcast, one that was, I was not expecting to pump my head full of ideas, did. And then I couldn't sleep. I felt like he was like my father. He was like, it'd be nice to have a nap. I was like, yeah, yeah. That'd be... And the next minute I'm asleep for like half an hour and then we're back in London. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, I've been like, I think I got about two minutes of actual sleep. <laughs> and it was like, you know, that half sleep where you're kind of like just going into a dream state where your mind is that weird sensation when your mind starts doing random things. You're still kind of conscious, mm. but your mind's coming up with crazy random things, which make no sense. And Try out the binaural beats. It works. Honestly, I don't know why. I think it's something to do with the old brainwaves, theta brainwaves. Oh, get yeah. you with yeah. the technological language. Yeah. Talking so, of technology, to all, see nice what one. I did there. I like it. Yeah. I mean, technological language was the wrong term, technically. It should have been technical language, but there we go. Mm. Uh, I've ruined my own segue there. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're going to do an episode talking about a few bits of techie, tech news. Techie goodies. Not really news. Well, news, but yeah, kind of news. Tech. Just kind of our thoughts on a couple of things that have, that have popped up mm-hmm. recently. Um, what do you want to start with? What do you want to start with? Probably the old glasses, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, this isn't really news news, because they've been around for several months now. But they haven't really hit <laughs> into society, like, no one's really aware of them. True that, true. Um, Snapchat spectacles, or spectacles? Snapticles. Sna- snapticles? <laughs> what are they calling them? The spectacles. Just spectacles. I don't know. Spectacles by Snapchat. So, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Which are basically... Glasses with a camera on. Yeah, and I think because they had their IPO recently, the actual oh, CEO... yeah, they did have their IPO, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And so the CEO That's actually went on TV and he was wearing them talking about the IPO and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to record and they've got like a little fancy button on the side. And So wait, hang on. He 
It was this at a press conference? No, like on you know like those American channels like TV news, like and he oh, was yeah, he yeah. was basically. Being so he didn't just show up to like a shareholders meeting wearing these. No, no, he was oh. just on like the American news, and then mm. he was wearing the go- go- uh, the glasses, and obviously that was for him the best publicity because everybody's talking about Snapchat going IPO, and so he okay. was wearing them as a way to promote it, and that's kind of when I first initially caught caught cotton onto mm. him. I knew they were coming out; I'd heard about it. Yeah. But then I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if this is a way they kind of use the IPO as a way to launch them. That's quite clever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the reason this is kind of news a little bit now as well is until recently, until like the last couple of weeks, it might even be the last few days, in fact. No, last couple of weeks. Where yeah, we? it was a couple March? of weeks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Um, they haven't been available for purchase. Yeah, so they did like a little funky PR stunt where I think they were putting them in like um, vending machines around the US and you could just like get a pair. And then I think they were like going for ridiculous money and now you can buy them on online, I think. For like, ridiculous money. To be honest, I don't think it's that bad of a price, but I mean... I, I get what you're saying, but for what it is... They're $129, about 100 quid, I guess, for UK mm-hmm. listeners. Let's... let's add, uh, no, it is, it is, it is about that. I'm going to... I don't think we need to be specific. I do, but I want to be specific. So it's how much do you say? One hundred twenty-nine ninety-nine. But the catch is they're not actually available in the UK yet. Well, I mean, you said it was about a hundred quid. It was actually one hundred and six pounds eighty-three pence. So breaks it <laughs> straight up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, so I mean. They're essentially sunglasses with a camera on. I'm not... They Are they the next Google Glass is the are question. They? I think so. The thing is... They don't... We just we just had a look at them just before we hit record, and I do not think they look like something I would want to wear. They look like... Not saying that I'm like a fashion guru here. Yeah. I mean, I do look swish all the time. No, it's not true. Um, but like... The thing is, like I was saying to you, I generally don't believe that I mean, I think people want to have their own style of sunglasses. Mm. Like I was saying, it's if you've got all these youngsters wearing the same looking sunglasses, I think they come in like three colors anyway. I just don't think it's going to be something that people want to do. Like nobody wants to look the same. So I was like, I was, I was saying to you earlier, like I think if if they could do some way where it kind of links onto your actual right. glasses you already had. I mean, I've paid like bloody hundred and something quid for a pair of Ray Bans, and you're like, well, if I want that feature, I want to know that I can put that feature exactly. onto my sunglasses. Yeah, and I. Like, I'm sorry, they look dorky as hell. I don't think they look that bad. Like, I would wear them, definitely. Would I, you? I reckon I could pull them off. But would you be wearing them, not because you like how they look, but just because of the thing? Yeah. I don't know, though. Would you feel like a bit of a twat walking down the street wearing them? A snap twat. A snap twat. <laughs> a snap twat. Um, would you feel like a snap twat wearing them? I think for now, you'd probably feel a bit cool because you'd be the only one who's have, the only person would who's you? got them. Yeah, I think would so. You? I reckon what you're going to be on the underground in the next, say, couple of months, when they come to the UK... Right, you're I... talking to a guy that wants to buy Apple's AirPods. Mm. So you're going to have your AirPods look like a snap twat on the underground, <laughs> linked up to all kinds of <laughs> Wi-Fi coming out of your head. Like, but... um, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Apple's AirPods look ridiculous. I don't think they do, actually. I've actually changed my mind on them. Yeah, I, they've grown on me as well. Mm. But I actually do want them as well. But Yeah. I'm I'm this close to ordering some. I am worried about losing them. I lose everything, so... Yeah, but there's a Find My Ear, uh, AirPod 
feature on the phone. Oh, now. it's down the drain outside my house. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably well expensive. How much is it to replace and, one? Uh, it's 60 quid to replace one, I think. Crazy. Anyway, the glasses. But yeah, so my point is, like, I'm willing to... I am more than happy to wear AirPods. Apple's AirPods, right? Mm. And yet, I would not want to be seen wearing a pair of Snapchat spectacles. Yeah, it's because the glasses, though, again, it goes back to that. It's an additional thing. Like, are you going to wear bloody sunglasses on the underground? Or They're basically sunglasses, aren't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you can't go into work and then sit down at your desk and you've got sunglasses on. Your boss can be like, you look like a twat. Take them off. <laughs> but this is the problem as well with the whole glasses thing. And at school, if kids are like wearing yeah. bloody, if they want to be, they're all on Snapchat. On their well, phone. I mean, let's be honest, people are not going to be allowed to wear them in school. But that's what I'm saying. But if if they kind of want mass usability and it to become a way that they share a lot more often, to be honest, though, I don't know whether these are like Snapchat's kind of like last ditch effort or kind of because what are becoming relevant. Ooh. Ooh. No, but that's what I'm saying. They're like, obviously, they've had a massive drop off. They're in trouble. Exactly. They're on the ropes about at the moment because of Instagram. But then I wonder whether the Snapchat glass is going to be enough to kind of get young people back in, where I kind of don't think it's going to be unless they find a way. Again, it goes back to the whole Google glasses flopped because everybody had them. You were like, you look like a twat. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. It's like, how do you kind of build it in without it being so. And the thing is, it's really, really fucking overt on the... If you have a look, go go to Google, type in spectacles by Snapchat or whatever they're called, mm. and go on the website. Like, like it's really obvious. It's a bit like what um, Casey Neesat was doing, though. Was it Beam, where you just put your phone in your chest right. and it records? And that I'm all on board with. That I'm all on board with. But I would rather, right, have a little tiny camera I put on my chest... Testicles. My chesticles. <laughs> like in my in my top pocket that yeah. I don't have on the shirt. But you know, something like a little badge you can pin yeah. to your shirt, right? That's just there. Right? And you just hit record off that. Rather than something I have to put on my face to record a video. Yeah, but then it's like POV and they're sort of like, okay, you're seeing through the eyes of Wayne. Yeah, but they'll be like But in order to achieve that, I have to wear some ridiculous ass apparatus on my head <laughs> which okay yes to be fair i might be being a little bit unfair because they don't look like apparatus they do look like the google glass look like fucking apparatus yeah. whereas these do look like very cheap sunglasses i think obviously i just they have been designed but the design to me looks crap mm. it looks the problem the, this is the problem i think there's several problems with the whole facial wearable technology thing right <laughs> Because problem with facials all the time. <laughs> a. a steady. Um, Google Glass had the problem in that it didn't look good. It looked ridiculous. You looked like you were trying to be something out of Star Trek. Cyborg, cyborg, cyborg. Um, so nobody was going to buy them. I said that from the off. And they're like, bloody expensive. And they're they? bloody expensive. I said it from the off. I was like, nobody's going to want to put that on their face and walk around the street. That's a significant problem. Um, and the other problem you have when you're dealing with glasses is you have so many other things you have to take into account beyond just like, are they sunglasses or are they normal glasses? If they're normal glasses, do you then need to make sure that you also have prescription lenses and things like that? And it just really complicates things because, as you say, are people going to, are people, is the value proposition of wearing Snapchat spectacles enough for people to want to actually look like a twat sat on the tube wearing sunglasses? I would say, 
No. Mm. I think they're just going to be a bit gimmicky because I reckon they're going to work pretty well for yeah, some businesses. Yeah, $120 odd gimmick. Yeah, but I think if for a business, I think it's quite a good thing. Like, obviously, Gary Vizel was banging I'm about, willing like, to be proven wrong on all of this, by the way. Yeah. I reckon you're going to see them for a bit, but I think... A flash just, in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a gimmick why they are because everyone's... When, like, when they come to the UK, it's going to be... They're probably going to sell out straight away and then mm-hmm. people are going to have them and mm-hmm. they're going to be... It'll get people back on Snap. Mm-hmm. But then I think... I don't know. I, I think the actual future of it is how you basically... Whether they can be... Like, again, I think like Gary Vee spoke about it, like where the contact lens. It's got to be something that yeah. is just inconspicuous to your face. It cannot be... Or a little little, little badge. A little badge. Little like badge. Wayne's little badge. I mean, what are you going to call it? The... 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 the Chesticles. The, <laughs> the chesticle. <laughs> the ch- spectacle. Chesticle. Yeah, chesticle. And then you just yeah. pull out your chesticle and show what you're doing for the day. <laughs> Coming soon. We're going to challenge Chesticles again. by Wayne. By Wayne. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get Set rid of... a new fashion brand. I thought you were trying to get rid of your chesticles at the gym, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I reckon they'll be there up here, and I think I think young people will use them because it's quite gimmicky initially, but I see they've got quite a good a bit of, like, business use. I was saying, like, for my food business, like, to be showing off, like, as you're making food or as you're serving customers, I think it's a quick way to capture, like, a, a glimpse into what you're doing... And I think all the time it's kind of a bit of a ball leg like sometimes pull your phone out mm-hmm. and then start recording and holding buttons down. Yeah, Whereas sure. the friction to actually putting a bit of content out there is going to be minimized, but then it's that. But is that, is the value changing. prop there? I don't think the value prop there is there. That's the problem. Hmm. I'm going to get them anyway, just because I want to play around with them. Yeah, well. I mean, but, I'll have a go. You'll have a go. I'll have a go. I bet you'll love it. I don't think I will. I don't think I don't I just don't see I don't see the value proposition. I don't see I mean I don't do Snapchat really anymore mm. anyway. I didn't do it to begin with. But my god, the lack of people that view my stuff when I'm on Snapchat now compared to where they were 3 months ago. Mm. It's halved, more than halved. Yeah. And I think that's more of the problem. Do you think then they'll go If, Inst- if Instagram released something similar, I could totally see the value prop. But do you so think then there'll be more just pure wasted content? But like, because ultimately, when you pull your phone out, it's effort, which means you generally believe what you're about to take a picture of or is right. is substantial. Sure. So it's just going to increase that I the get. trash content, maybe. Yeah, and that's why I'm all for like. But it needs to be more than just that. It needs to be more than that. Do you know what I mean? In the same way that a smartwatch needs to be more than just notifications to your wrist. Mm. it's the same problem really that's being solved how can we remove that barrier of having to you know process whatever you're processing um so i don't think i don't think snapchat spectacles is the one so wayne if you're on dragon's den and the ceo of snapchat walks in and says look i've got these glasses are you i would be i would be like here's the thing if i was on dragon's den and so and snapchat ceo came to me i'd be like what problem are you trying to solve Kids like sharing shit. Yep. They always have the phone in their hands anyway. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> For that reason, I'm out. He's not in it anymore. Mm. Old Duncan. But there we go. Um, no, I just, I just don't, I don't see. I, I would love to be proven wrong on this. Mm. But I just, for me, I'm like done with. Snapchat. I think the face is the holy grail of like technology. Though, yeah. isn't it? It's like, can somebody get some? 
people to it's put not even specifically the face it's the eyes yeah but that's what, yeah, that's what i'm saying it's the visual part of what you do yeah and i think nobody's so far been able to do that and it's, it's, same, be it's, content, it's the same with like the saying. whole virtual reality it's going to be augmented reality you can't i don't know people just do not like putting stuff over their face no <laughs> no they don't you're right but yeah you're right so question we'll take, to the listeners i guess yeah would, would you be yeah. looking out your uh let us know Hit us up on the old twits. But imagine we could be wearing them right now and I could just be recording and you'll see me looking at you chatting away and then they get the privilege of seeing my lovely face as well. If you're wearing We'd them. have to put up a paywall for content that good. <laughs> my face. That's got to be paid for. <laughs> um, yeah, so let us know what you think. Check them out. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes as well so you can see what they look like. But I'm, I'm not sold. Certainly, certainly. If they were, do you know what? If they were fifty quid, I'd be in. If they were fifty quid, I think I'd be in. It'd be, I could see the value prop a little bit there, but fifty quid. Because to be honest, to me, they look like they're worth fifty quid. They look shit. I had a pair of five pound Primark glasses that probably look a bit better than those. To be honest. Case in point. So if they were fifty, I think I could possibly go. Yeah, do you know what? I might give it a go. But not for a hundred and six pounds eighty three pence. <laughs> no way. All right, should we take a quick break? So take a break. Let us know what you think at pn underscore podcast on Twitter. Let us know, and we'll be back in just a second. The podcast powerful nonsense is uh, very kindly sponsored by the University of Northampton. Gem and I, we're alumni. We we went there. We studied there. We met because of Northampton Uni. Job joys. <sighs> and here we are. <laughs> five, how many years? Six years? Five, I wish it eight, was five years later. Seven. It'll be six years since we graduated. Oh, shite. So we have known each other for... Eight years. Nine years. Holy moly. Nine years. Almost nine, almost nine years? Jesus, almost a decade. Mental. Of having to put up with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I'd get in there first. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're alumni. So we're talking from experience here. And um, one of the reasons that we thought that they were a perfect fit to sponsor us, and they thought that <laughs> we were a perfect fit for them to sponsor, um, <laughs> was because they're not just about getting qualifications, giving you a degree, handing that over and getting good nice luck with photo. your life. Yeah, giving you a nice photo at the end, a nice handshake uh, at the end with a certificate and everybody cheers and claps and it's all lovely. It's not just about that. You get all that as well because, you know, it's a university, right? You get all that. You get all that niceness. But you also get um, their changemaker status. So they're a changemaker campus. Uh, which means that they're actively looking to make a difference. Make you a better person. Get your students, get their students to make a difference, make their students better people. Um, and so they're very supportive of any projects or ideas that you might have um, to make an impact, a social impact, make the world a better place, as it were. Um, so they're actively supporting all of that sort of stuff. They're actively supporting their alumni. Uh, we were there only today having a chat, talking to them about what we're up to and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they're very, very supportive. It's like a really strong support network, which, you know, I don't think you're going to get at every university. Just saying. Particularly if you've got a big idea. So if you want to check them out, if that sounds like your sort of thing, which it should do, uh, if you want to check them out, northampton.ac.uk, 
and a massive thank you to them for their continued support of the show. So talking about technology for which I don't see the value proposition, Mm. here's the other one we're going to talk about. Now this one is much more recent. YouTube TV. Yeah. Jem, you you seem like, I feel like I'm in cynic corner today. You just hate on all kinds of stuff. I mean, we all know that I'm not a fan of of the big G. Um, (laughs) We all know I'm not a fan of them. You, you seem to be on the, I'm in favor of these technologies. I seem to be in the, I don't get it side mm. with this stuff. So from your angle, YouTube TV, go. So just to break it down, YouTube are looking to go into sort of the TV space with the kind of like, like the packages, like the Skybox or the BT box or the Freeview. And for me, I think it's, I think, to be honest, I'm not saying I'm all for it because I think we, we've already discussed that YouTube is known as sort of a free platform. But what I do like about YouTube going into this space is that I think that it's going to kind of shake up the other... Like, it's going to shake up Sky. It's going to shake up BT. And I think a lot of these these sort of... Um, these places are dying anyway. I think they're struggling. You've got a bloody... Like, I think that you see the amount of channels that are just closing down now because they've got five, 600 channels now and nobody's watching TV. Nobody's watching live TV you've got a massive shift towards that sort of instant television, Netflix, iPlayer. So I think a lot, I think what's happening is that obviously YouTube has seen the success of Netflix and they're thinking, wait a minute, we've got this many people using YouTube every single day. Why, if they're already on the platform watching, why wouldn't they go and watch, I don't know, one of the programs or a series through YouTube? And you kind of already see, I don't know if people have come across, they're already kind of, I've been seeing it. you can like rent a movie off there now, but I think what what YouTube really need to do if they're going to jump into that space is again like Netflix just start producing their own content, like real good content, not just like oh we're going to get ten famous YouTubers and put them in the room and do a sitcom about or I don't know it can't be like that it can't be like a half ass effort I think like like Netflix is doing so well on the basis that it's willing to create really good programs in the same way that like bbc iplay props to them like they're putting out so much good new tv and it's and it's on that basis of they're not expecting it to be watched at a specific time it's watch it when you're ready and i think that's that's how these sort of um broadcasting channels are winning at the moment it is in a way it's forced them back into let's not just make content for content's sake like let's not just buy a shitty another shitty um reality tv program let's actually think about it because they're seeing that these young people are binging out on a really bloody good like really well written series and a good series and like good tv so actually i do think it's actually raising the standard of a lot of like television nowadays and i think for yourself as an actor i think it's a brilliant time where you're seeing a lot more of these companies taking risks on like new actors or new series or new writers and i think for the creative industries it's a really good thing so um okay you said a lot there i did um some things i agree with some things i don't agree with i agree with you on that last point um if this if and this is a big if from my opinion if this works for google and youtube then yes it's going to open up a huge amount of opportunity on top of the opportunity that exists within netflix uh within uh amazon potentially and all that sort of stuff however for me, my whole problem with the whole YouTube TV thing is it feels half-baked. 
it feels like it doesn't know what it is. Because there's several problems that I see. As a consumer, I'm like, but I've got YouTube on my TV. Like, most people now have YouTube on their TV. If it's Mm. through an Xbox, if it's through a Wii, if it's through... Uh, their Freeview box, a lot of them have YouTube built in. If it's an Apple TV, mm-hmm. if it's a Chrome stick, Cost. a Fire stick, whatever, we've got YouTube on our TV. So I don't think the answer is is essentially like a watered-down Sky package plus YouTube. Like, I don't... Do you know I'm going to throw out there? Go, go for it. I... I'm really trying to get my head around this. Do you know what? This is the actual reasoning behind it for them. Number one, it is they know that they've got to be in that sort of creating mm-hmm. content game. But number two, the TV, all these TV channels are doing a shit job of tracking what the hell right. people are watching. Yeah, there's the advertisers yeah. are freaking the hell out that people yeah. are fast forwarding. The that's where there's a massive problem at the moment. Agreed. And there's a lot of money being spent in TV ads, and so. I see YouTubers saying, well, we do really good in our bloody ads on our platform. If mm. we could control TV too, and we know how we get stats, we know we can see watch times, we know when people drop off, we know mm-hmm. when someone's watching a TV, we know all these sort of things. I think that's where they're getting in because they're saying, people are watching TV still, but we believe that we could mine that I, TV watching. I agree. And this is also part of the reason why I don't like it because it is totally for the data. Yeah. But as a consumer... I look at it and I go, this move is purely, like, I don't see the benefit for the consumer. I only see the benefit for Google. Like, it's a purely, from my standpoint, a purely selfish move. Because frankly, where I see the future of TV, unfortunately, they haven't executed on it yet. And I'm hoping they've got something planned, something good planned, is something like the Apple TV or the Fire Stick or whatever, where you've got, where each individual channel or each individual a production house has their own app such as i always cite the wwe network as a perfect example of how this could work you've got it's like iplayer iplayer is another example you've got the live tv channels on there and you've got the on-demand content on there as well as an app right which means that they have the data why do you have to go to google now for that data there's no value proposition for these companies. Well, there must yeah, be some. Would you for them be willing to, to pay for each app? Okay, you want to see obviously BBC. You pay your TV license. All right, you want sports channels. You're going to go pay a bolt on for well, that. Yeah, but but if you, you think about it, it they're offering they're offering forty dollars, right? Hmm. And for a lot of shit that you don't particularly want, right? I could get I can get Sky Atlantic, which is the only Sky channel I'd really be, have any interest in quite frankly, because of the content they put out for five quid a month. I get Netflix for five quid a month. BBC iPlayer for the TV license, which you have to have anyway. So that's essentially, for all intents and purposes, free. So BBC iPlayer and all that. 4OD, Mm. they've got their own app. Channel 5, they've got their own app. ITV have got their own app. Um, You know, I I mean, what else do I need? And that's costing me... 10 I think what plus they're YouTube. doing I think what they're doing is obviously they've already got off quite a lot of buy-in by a lot of the channels I think they've obviously gone to and said look let's undercut every other TV channel that's, that's let's undercut Sky let's undercut Virgin but what we're going to do because we're undercutting is we're going to give you the data so it's kind of like that's the yeah. it's like the Facebook thing you use it yeah. for free but you're paying in your data and I think that's probably the angle they're going in is I just don't think it's going to pay off for them it, I, for me it just as I say it feels half-baked it feels like they don't know 
they don't understand. For me, you're right. It's all about the data. It's not about the benefits for the consumer. There's no benefit for the I can't Other see it. Other than slightly cheaper than what you would pay. Other than slightly cheaper for still a service that ultimately you don't really want. Hmm. Really. I think the model is, and it's the model that I, I have Netflix, I have iPlayer, I have all those things I've listed off. Plus, anything else, any other TV shows, what I do is I pay for them through iTunes and I'll get my series pass on whatever and then I get a little notification when a new episode's out and I'll watch it then. Mm-hmm. And then I own that forever. And that's fine. That's good. Yeah. And I think what really, I think that what the business model should be, and I, and I really hope that this is kind of what Apple are trying to achieve, because my God, if this, if this worked, basically a Spotify of TV. I was about to say that. That's what you want. Yeah. And iTunes is the perfect store for it because they have so many movies, so many, yeah. um, so many TV shows, everything. And they just all sign up to Apple, what, Apple TV, whatever service that is. Yeah. You pay a £10 subscription and you can watch what the hell you like. Yeah. That's what we want. None of this fucking 40. Do you know what? I'd pay 20. For that, I would pay 20 a month. Pretty much the entire catalogue of TV and film. <laughs> I would pay 20 a month for that. Yeah. And I'd still have YouTube. <laughs> well, I think that's the way it's got to go, I think. I think so. I just I just don't get the I don't get YouTube's angle. I don't get it. So it's a thumbs down for the old what is it called? What are they calling it? YouTube TV. Oh. So then I've got YouTube, YouTube TV, and YouTube Red. Mm. Which YouTube Red sounds like it's other kind of TV, but <laughs> But this is the thing. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing, right? I I YouTube and I said I've said this for about six months now, I think YouTube is is on its way out. Really? In terms of business model mm. in terms of it's grown it's grown as much as it can grow i think it's just rob tv of attention massively i watch youtube every day and i'll watch like yeah. good 30 40 minutes but what they failed to do i think is actually make it a platform where new talent can be nurtured it's got its pre it's got its pre-existing talent and good luck if you want to break through now on youtube you got to go elsewhere that's where Facebook are really... Have you seen Facebook have launched an Apple TV app now? No. I've got a Facebook video app on my Apple TV. And it shows me highlights, top sort of videos that have been put out by my friends, generally trending, and videos I put. I can watch video content on my TV from Facebook now. Mm-hmm. Facebook are competing with YouTube. Facebook arguably are going to pull the rug from underneath YouTube, in my opinion. Mm. With Facebook Live combined with the fact that you've got all the other content that's available on Facebook, they're really gunning for YouTube. If Amazon launched their rumored YouTube competitor, YouTube is in big trouble because all of the wannabe YouTube stars are going to flock over to Amazon and flock over to Facebook. They're already doing that. And they're going to find probably a better way of tying in the whole sales to the actual videos. Yeah, which is why I think YouTube are experimenting with all these things. Because YouTube are suddenly going, there's got to be, data has got to be dropping somewhere for YouTube because they're scrambling for something new. With YouTube Red and then within 12 months, YouTube TV, something's not right in my opinion. I I sense trouble ahead for YouTube. It's still going to be around for a long time, don't get me wrong. But I think something somewhere is going, it's dipping. I think it's peaked. I think YouTube has peaked. 
I think is what I'm trying to say. Mm. YouTube has peaked. Because every when they launched YouTube Red, everyone was like, nah. Well, it didn't even launch. No one heard of it. It just flopped. Wait, no, it's still there. But I mean, but it's but, not, no one knows of it. No one, if you, most of our listeners probably, I don't really know much about it myself. Me neither. And we both admittedly use YouTube every day. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you other than the fact it's like featured content. It's like YouTube's, I think that is YouTube's, I, I don't know, uh, but I think it's YouTube's attempt at their Netflix service is YouTube yeah. Red. I would just find it interesting because we've always spoke about like the potential of like Vimeo as well. Oh. And I think there's a huge space. Do you know in what? Terms I, I of... actually bought, um, it was a, uh, like a tutorial uh, video for something, uh, like feature length, two hours of how to use this computer program and stuff. <laughs> Sounds um, fun. No, it's was, it was quite good actually. Uh, through Vimeo Yeah. the other day. First thing I purchased through Vimeo, there's so much potential there. And I think they're quietly, quietly ticking away. I think Apple should jump onto flipping Vimeo's backs and they should be like... Apple just buy Vimeo. Buy Vimeo and then just get people, like get the talent, the writers, the actors and link out with IMDb and then just get people to produce content. I agree. And if it's crowdfunded like content... I agree. I think that would be exciting. For me, Vimeo could be what YouTube TV is trying to be. <sighs> I'm so annoyed. I'm, Vimeo, guys, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm so annoyed at you. I've been saying for years, if I was an investing man, I would invest in you guys, but you haven't delivered anything to me yet. Mm. You haven't delivered anything. And I, you're in such a prime position to go and do something really awesome in the independent filmmaker's space. Please do something. I think, I don't know, with Vimeo, I feel like they've just never... I don't know whether they've been too oh no I'm too good for that like it's kind of that sort of no we only show this kind of like stuff I think they're too I don't know yeah it feels like they're clinging on to something and they just need to release some of that and then I think what that will allow is more content I think Vimeo is a a secret underdog and I think in the right hands it could really me too and they've been doing a fair bit of updating of stuff recently I've noticed hmm so, so I have to keep an eye th- on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think they are the dark horse in this whole this whole battle, mm-hmm. and I think they could come out with something pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I hope they deliver. Cool. Cool. So that was a little delve into some goings-ons. Yeah, just a few a things different. we've been talking about recently that we thought we may as well hit record and talk to you guys about. Uh, so those are our two cents worth. I'm sat here in Cynical Corner. Jem <laughs> is... In Optimismville. Optimismville. Um, may the best man win. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm off to order some Snapchat spectacles <laughs> for 50 quid. <laughs> okay, thanks very much, guys. Um, reviews, please. I think we had a review, and I was meant to do a shout out <gasps> about somebody's review. And so, you didn't if you can. If you can quickly get it up, it'd be nice to say a thank you because when we do get reviews, we like to we like to recognise recognise. We these. like to read. Maybe this should be a a regular feature review of the week. Go on, and he's got his phone. A bit like up. the Model Health Show. Oh, is that a new review? Hang on, my Wi-Fi is being a bit slow. On to four G. Is that a new review? Twenty four seems like the figure I recall last time. <laughs> you mean from? Yeah, well, an hour Last ago when you I checked looked, it. <laughs> let me let me see here. Come on, phone, speed up. Yeah, no, 
Tennis Pro Guy is the latest I can see. Okay. We've so already we need... given you a shout out, Tennis Pro Guy, but here's another one. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah, so we could do with some more reviews. Mm. We've all, the, the latest person to give us a review has already had a shout out, guys. That's how bad That's it is. That's how bad it is. That's can we please we step it up a notch? Because this really helps get the show out to other people. We know you're listening because our, da- our data, good old... Those tracking devices. Those tracking stuffs. Um, it's telling us that you're listening, so just share it with people. And if not, leave a review. PowerfulNonsense.com forward slash review gives you all the details on how to do it. We've even broken it down in a step-by-step process. <laughs> no we need, excuse. we need like a little copy and paste, like a bit of text. They can just... <laughs> <laughs> if we were to do, do a review of the week, then I think it would get very dull. <laughs> um, but yeah, and also, let us know what you think about YouTube TV and Snapchat spectacles. Snapticles. <laughs> Chesticles. Let me know what you think of the chesticles idea. I'd love to know. Because Wayne's taking investment money right now. Yep. Indiegogo, you can have a little uh, crowdfunded <laughs> chesticles. <laughs> Sporting the chesticle. <laughs> anyway. So let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at pn underscore podcast. Cool. Great. Thanks very much for listening, guys. And we will catch you next time. See you later.